Um, so I just want to talk about something that just happened. Oh, yeah. Let's get into that. <laughs> uh, so I'm just fucking like putzing around on Tumblr and I get a get an ask in my inbox that asks, um, let me see if I can grab them verbatim because these are some wild asks. It's the phrasing of it is like um, so Luna, fucking funny. Luna, Luna, why are you f- so focused on trans girl apostrophe s genitals? A trans girl being one word, of course, like a normal trans person would say it. And I'm saying that because it's important for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and my response was, you know, just I don't think I am, and I'm, and I like I look through my backlog and I see one post about it, and like that's really it in recent history. Yeah. So I can't think of anything, and it's not like a particularly, it's like pretty innocuous. Sure. So. They they uh, they are thinking of the same post I am obviously so they send me the text of the post which is I'm sucking Moira, Moira's dick as we speak which Moira being the new Overwatch character who while being poorly written by Blizzard of course as every character is because they don't have a fucking good writing team on Overwatch mm-hmm. um she's very hot and I'm very gay and like I do with every woman from Overwatch she is trans in my head yeah <laughs> um and you know my response to that was just you know. That post was kind of just be- me being gay. Um, I didn't say this, but this is true that I have kind of reblogged much less innocuous stuff to my main yeah. blog about trans women in the past. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, yeah. if you're going to come at me for being horny on main, don't, like, that's, like, one of the most innocuous things you could have yeah, possibly Yeah, just find a better opportunity for <laughs> Like, just bide your time a little bit so I have a semblance of guilt. Because this is, like, one of the most normal posts I've reblogged that you could come for me about. Right, yeah, totally. And like you know, my basic response was like, "Would you be saying anything if my res- if I had said I'm eating Mario's pussy as we speak?" Like I didn't even say it; I reblogged it. Like whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then they said, "If you think it's Jill one post, you're wrong. You've been doing this for a long time." Also, Moira isn't stated as trans, so making her a trans girl one word again, and then talking about her dick is really kind of creepy. And then my response was, I-, "I don't really know what to tell you. I won't apologize for having trans head cannons for characters I like." Yeah. Yeah. Also, and it's then... like it's like okay, no, continue. <laughs> Yeah. Then I get, uh, this asks, I didn't say there was anything wrong with having a trans hand ca- trans head cannon for the character that you like. You did kind of imply it though, so I digress. Yeah. I'm asking why your first reaction when doing so is to sexualize their genitalia. Uh. Not my first response. If you've seen my Twitter at all, like half of Saturday was just me reacting to being gay for her. Yeah. But again, maybe you don't know my Twitter. I digress. It's uncomfortable when you sexualize one of the main things that makes a trans girl, again, one word dysphoric, comma, disturbing even. A of all. A of all. Yeah. Not every trans woman is dysphoric about the genitals. Right. I have, I have a shitload of dysphoria, nothing related to my genitals. Right. I am perfectly contented with my genitals. If I could get them to be bigger, I would get that surgery. Oh, I know that about you. <laughs> I know this about you. <laughs> you know this and you love me. So, and I'm not, I know we are a minority, I'm, at least as far as I'm aware, I feel like most of the trans, like more trans women that I know want GRS than don't, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not a unilateral thing of we all hate our PPs and want to chop them off. Right. Okay, so. And, the, hold on, there was one more, there was one more response. Was there? Because I, I, po- I searched out, <laughs> I searched up a picture of Tintin holding a harpoon gun that said, be gone, Turfs. <laughs> And this Anon's response was, I'm a turf for not wanting to be fetishized, which, okay, A of all. So, if this isn't like, a turf, then it's a transmedicalist and, like, 
they fuck off to. You know, like it's just it's it's yeah, a bad yeah. scene altogether. I mean, <laughs> I mean, first first of all, this can be read one of two ways. One, you don't, I, they don't want me fetishizing women, period. Or two, they do not want me fetishizing trans women's genitals. Which would, if it's the latter, it would indicate that they are. I mean, if it's the former, they're just a fucking turf, like no question. Right. If it's the latter, the implication is that they are a trans woman, which no trans woman would ever say this in a way as harsh and callous like this. Like, even fucking people on the far bad side of trans Tumblr, like, I don't know if you were around for the Baydells Oh, oh of course I was. <laughs> I have my finger on the pulse of bad discourse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, not even they would be like this, yeah. really, I don't think. I don't at know. least, I think they would have, I think at least... I think at least Badels would have the like the gun the guts to go like full guns and on off. Oh yeah. I digress. I'm not a popular enough blog to sick anyone on this bitch. Right. It's and I mean, so there's no way this is a trans person because in my life I have almost no person who is this if this person is as quote unquote woke as they seem to be mm-hmm. there is also no way they are not woke enough to spell trans girl with a space right because tra- trans trans girl i mean for those of you that don't know you may not i didn't know this until a year and a half ago sure trans girl as one word is like the same thing as saying like uh tall man yeah like it, it doesn't it, it make makes any it sense a different, <laughs> right it doesn't it just doesn't or like um like fucking British woman. Sure, yeah. Like, it just as one word. Like, it's, it's, um, is it a pronoun? No, it's, it's not that. I, it's an adjective, thank you. I don't know words. It's okay. You're the English That's major. That's why I'm here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an adjective. It is, I am a woman, I am trans. I am a woman, I am tall. Like, it's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, to be at a level of wokeness that you'd be calling me out for this, not that I don't think, not that I think a trans woman would ever call me out for this. Yeah. To be at the level of wokeness, you would also be at the level of wokeness to include the fucking space. Yeah, I mean, the thing is about it, like, even if we're going to take everything that they say is at face value and whatever they're saying is completely factual, uh, it's none of their business because you're also a trans woman, so it's like... Yes, they, they are coming after me for fetishizing myself. Right, it's like, and, and actually that's like a big turf red flag because they have the whole idea of like, I'd, uh, um... What is it? Autogenophilia or something like that? Autogynophilia or something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, occasionally, I, I subscribe to a few good subreddits and a lot of garbage ones, but one of the few good ones is uh, Gender Cynical, which is just everyone fucking dunking on turfs and gender critical. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's textbook that, you know, what they're accusing you of, you know? like Oh, absolutely. How dare you enjoy this aspect of yourself, right? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, the bad discourse. <laughs> Extremely bad. Um, but yeah, now I'm gonna post on my blog that I'm sucking Zarya's dick as we speak and see if I get other trans, if I get other turfs out of the woodworks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, exciting times! Exciting times yeah, to be we, online. Um, life in marvelous times. I am extremely red, mad, and nude online. <laughs> when isn't that a mood? Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm never wearing pants, so I am always extremely elite. And I, I have like a, um, I, I don't really have a skin condition. I just kind of burn easily. So I'm always red red and nude. It's just a matter of whether or not I am mad online. I'm always mad online. So I'll make up for that, yeah. that for you. Come, if we fuse together like Dragon Ball Z, oh we, like do the, we do the fusion. Yes. Ha. 
which I did just do the, like the poses for, just in case anyone at home was worried. Right on, right on. <laughs> we would we would we would fuse into the ultimate red Madden nude online. Fuck yeah, warrior. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Took you a second to get that one out, huh? <laughs> I just needed to reiterate that it is absolutely. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well. Uh, we got through Schlocktober. We did. Against all fucking odds. No, it was a blast. Hey, it's always a blast. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> um, we, we At the top, we just want to thank everyone who we had on our uh, show again for being there. Yes. It was a really fucking good time. And uh, just another like plug for everyone that was on the show. Um, Andy's got friends at the table. Michelle's got a handful of podcasts. Um... Uh, uh, reloading the cannon and dim the house. Well, dim the house lights is her website, right. but it, that's also something to pay attention to. And reloading the cannon is her podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously Brooks and Eddie at Yada Yada Boys and Post Game of Thrones. Just want to get those plugs out there because they're all really good podcasts oh, and, and websites and stuff. Music. Oh yeah, and Seda, right? Seda, which um, I actually wanted to ask you about that. Do you just want to like convert our intro theme to just I that song? Like, yeah, I it's do. really I actually, good. I actually thought about that the second I heard it the first time. I was like, "Oh, this is this isn't seasonal. This is forever. This is no. It's really these good. Are some forever the thing. tunes." <laughs> Yeah. So thank you, Seda, to providing our new intro and outro song. Uh, thank, thank, thanks, visitor. But uh, eat a biggin. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. We couldn't. We we couldn't have made it. We couldn't have made it without you. Yeah. It's yeah. No. Yeah. It's. So October is always fun. Um, yeah. So everyone, we've 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 been through two this time. Yeah. How's that feel? Uh, weird. It's weird to have gotten through two of a thing, right? <laughs> it honestly, I mean, I know we've done this podcast for over a year, but it kind of doesn't even feel like it, you know? No, it it it, it extremely does not. But like, this is episode like what seventy three, something like that. Yeah. And I I also want to apologize again that we did not talk about it being episode sixty nine. I still yeah. feel extreme regret. Over yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> It was especially painful for me when it happened because I was editing the podcast that week. Um, and yeah. I just, I I did the math as I was like posting the episode and I was like, oh no, oh no, this is 69. This is 69 and we didn't even mention it. And the fucking thing is, is that we mentioned on the previous episode, 68. That it was about to be 69, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we totally forgot. We, fu- we, we goofed it so badly. We fucked it up. It's okay. We're, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, we've been truly humbled by the number yeah. 69, by the very funny sex number 69. Uh, let's talk about some gay horror news. You got anything? Um, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I watched. <laughs> let's go, let's go to upcominghorrormovies.com. Okay. Well, I'm thinking. Um, oh, there's a movie called Dead Trigger coming out. Never heard of it. Yeah, me neither. 
Set in a world where a mysterious virus has killed billions and turned many others into bloodthirsty zombies, unable to stop the virus, the government develops a video game dead trigger that mirrors the terrifying events that curse the world. The players who kill the most zombies in the game are recruited to combat the zombies in real life. Hold on. Led by Captain Kyle Walker, parentheses, Dolph Lundgren, parentheses. The elite team travels to Terminal City, the origin of the outbreak, to find a team of scientists who have been working at the, on a possible cure for the virus. The only way to get them, however, is through a city of un terrifying undead mutants. This is Ready Player One, but with zombies. Oh my god. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, let's see what else we got. There's a movie called Cute Little Buggers coming up. Um, There's uh, El The Elf, uh, Mother Krampus. Oh my god. Christmas horror movies. Christmas horror movies. They're coming. Oh my god. It's tis the fucking season, y'all. Um, And I don't know if we've actually talked about this, but uh, Alice Isn't Dead is getting a movie. <gasps> Oh my god, I didn't I I think I heard about it but didn't really register when it happened. Um that is yeah, extremely yeah, fucking or, no, exciting. Yeah, no, not a movie, it's a TV series. Movie TV series. Yeah, it's I'm like so excited. I love Alice Isn't Dead. It's one of the better like narrative horror podcasts out there. Um probably Yeah. I got nothing to talk about. I got nothing to talk about. <gasps> oh my god, I know exactly what it is. Let's talk about it. Speaking speaking of really good narrative horror podcasts. Yes. The best one, like Alice Isn't Dead is very good, but the king of the fucking game yes. is is coming back. Limetown Season 2 is due out early next year, and I'm so fucking excited. Yes. Limetown Season, Limetown is, I think, like, they're, they're the three best podcasts I can think of. Like, there are three pod, like three podcasts, limited run, like, that just had a beginning and an end that I can think of. S the first season of Serial, S-Town, mm -hmm. and Limetown. Yeah. Like and Limetown, I think is the best of them. Oh, for sure, it's like it's so it's mind-bogglingly good. The entire the entire series takes maybe three hours to listen through. Mm -hmm. Do go download it, listen to it. I know I recommended it before. Listen to it, and if you've listened to it already, fucking listen to it again. Yes. I did that recently. It's so fucking good. Oh my god, it's amazing. Um, it's. The only reason I wouldn't say it's my favorite narrative podcast because my favorite is Sayer because I'm gay and love robots. Um, but right, no, I, <laughs> but I, I think but like, Town is fucking amazing for what it is. It's so it's 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 like like it's I mean it's a radio play, but like mastered it's, in podcast. Like, it's very if good. you've listened if you've listened to like Rabbits or the Black Tapes or Tannis, for example, or like No Sleep or Lore or is Lore a horror podcast? Anyways, um, uh, like the, it is just the best one. Yeah. Like it is just, I cannot think of a better horror narrative podcast. I mean, Sayer is up there. Sayer is very good. I, but I, Sayer is more sci-fi. Yeah, and like, for sure. And like weird fridge horror kind of stuff than it is like actual horror. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, no, but I'm so I am excited. just, I'm so fucking I'm not, excited. Like you just reminded me and now I'm going to re-listen to all of Limetown tonight. Just re-listen to all of it. It's so fucking good. Um, it's extremely good. <laughs> I, you know what? Um, I don't know if we've pressed upon this enough, Luna, but um, I think it's, like, really good. I think it might yeah. be super good. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, I think it's extremely good. Uh, also, I finally uh, decided to check the iTunes review, and we have we have seven ratings. Oh, fuck. You know what? They're all five stars. Fuck, yeah. I mean, absolutely. We also, we also have a full review. You want me to read it? Oh, yes. I just started, okay, this one is from uh, Tiny Mountain Town from September 8th this year, so sorry we're two months late on shouting you out. 
Uh, I just started listening to this because it was recommended on Post Game of Thrones, and I've stayed up pretty much all night listening to it. That is so good. Yes. Luna and Blair have such a fun dynamic and cute a Halloween sounding name. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that we do. I didn't realize that, but we kind of do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> They're enjoyable and charismatic, and their voices are nice to listen to. As someone who's pretty skittish when it comes to certain types of horror, it's nice to hear their takes on films I haven't gotten to before I go in blindly. Mm-hmm. I feel like they each have a good perspective and an eye for what makes a good movie, and this is for sure going into my rotation to podcast. Recommended if you enjoy the McAvoy family of products, good movies, and hot takes. And then a clown emoji. The colon, uh, lowercase o, uh, Cute. open parenthesis. This close person parenthesis. is adorable. Oh my god, thank, this person Thank you, is Tiny adorable. Mountain Town. You're so cute. We love you, Tiny Mountain Town. You're so- Tiny Mountain town that's so cute oh my god i'm gonna die thank you (laughs) um you want to talk about the movie we watched this week yes i do extremely um so um former guest um friend of the show very recent former guest yes uh andy claire uh called us cowards and told us to watch this movie so we're doing it and we are not cowards no you okay a bona fide way guaranteed way to uh get us to watch any movie is um just call us, coward, call us a coward um just like challenge us in any sort of way um and uh well i mean i might not take to it but luna absolutely does <laughs> she will not stand being called a coward <laughs> which is no which is why we have last lost listen, episode I gremlins a... 2 and also now this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah listen i am a bitch ass baby i am scared of everything but i will not handle being called a coward by anyone who is not me <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So we watched uh, uh, a Korean horror film, uh, The Wailing, yeah. this week. Yeah. Which is, um, gut check, I really liked this. Oh, me too. Oh, it was amazing. Um, yeah. And the thing is, okay, so my first, re- my first thought about this movie is that it's uh, two hours and 30 minutes long, plus some change. Um, and I don't feel... No, the change is, the, the change is credits. Yeah, um, and I, it literally did not overstay its welcome at all. No. Like, not at like, all. I, I'll concede that there were some parts where I thought the movie was going to be wrapping up, and then I paused it, and I saw there, I'm only halfway through the movie. Yeah. But, like, it never felt like it was overstaying its welcome. Yeah, no, I never felt like... The like, every, every dragging, time I, you know? No, and every time I thought the movie was wrapping up, my reaction was like, mm, I kind of want to... See yeah, no, this, fully. I guess it's winding down. Yeah, it's it's fabulously shot. It looks fucking amazing. Um, it's, yeah, who's the DP? Who was the DP on this? Um, hold on. I mean, the, this is a Korean film, so I don't think we would know the names. Right. I have a Wikipedia. Probably want IMDb, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Cinematography by uh, Hong Kyung Pyo. Yeah. Uh, sorry if we butchered the names. Everyone's name is in Korean. And Obviously, because it's a Korean we film. Are, we are, yeah, and we are not Koreans. <laughs> yeah. Unless, wait, Blair, are you Korean? No, I'm very white okay. and not Korean. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me, me too. I mean, um, I just don't speak it. So, obviously, I bear- yeah. I took high school Spanish, and I literally could not speak a word of Spanish to you now, so... The, 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 only, the only Korean word that I know off the top of my head is gochujang, which is Korean chili paste. <laughs> nice! It's very good to cook with. It's really good to cook yeah. with. Yeah? <laughs> I, I actually really love, like, co- like, looking up Korean recipes. Oh, they're so because good. Because the thing about Korean recipes is that they are spicy, and they use a fuckload of garlic, which is yes. what I am about. No, I love Korean food. It's amazing. My family has made me stop cooking it whenever I cook dinners because they don't like it. They think it's too spicy. <laughs> bunch of pussies. <laughs> Tell your mom and dad I called them a bunch of pussies. 
Um, okay, invite me over to your house. <laughs> Blair. Um, uh, have I'll, I'll enjoy a meal with your parents. Um, we'll have a good conversation, you know, like, we'll really get along. And then as, a, as I'm leaving, I'll be like, y'all are a bunch of fucking pussies. And then just never show my face there again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm terrified of parental confrontation, even from parents who are not mine. Please just please just know that you you should yeah just don't do that. But I appreciate you. <laughs> um, could you imagine? Like I can't even like see myself actually doing that. But <laughs> oh, I'm recording this podcast. And I'm playing it for them, Blair. Oh, I mean, I I mean, I guess I'll probably never meet them, so that's fine. I'm okay with that. When, you gotta come. You gotta come to Rochester. I gotta fucking give you a garbage plate. Though. That's true. That's true. And I can't drive it out all the way fucking out to wherever the shit you live because the, it will, like, get cold and garbage plates aren't very good reheated. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I live, um, two thousand, like, a thousand miles away. Like, we're, we're, St. Cloud, right? St. Cloud, Minnesota, yes. Um. Let's just Google Maps that while you a, start talking about the plane. It's plot about a thousand miles away, if I'm, I recall correctly. Anyway, the plot of this movie, our main character is a, is a dad. His name is, uh, uh, Jung-Goo. Um, he's a police officer and a dad and a, and a, and a husband and a C A B. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, he doesn't do a lot of cop stuff in this movie, though. I'll think. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he just kind of like wears a uniform sometimes. Um, there's, you know, he's not like a hard-boiled type. You know, he's not like been on the been on the 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 the, 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 the force for too long and now i'm grizzled and like yeah no he's just like I, i've seen so much shit in my life you know like no he's, he's just like he's just like a cop yeah he's um he's a really interesting character because he's like it's it's not the usual protagonist you would see for like a crime-based horror movie you know like he yeah. he's not that serious i mean he can be but like <clears throat> Um, like there, there's a. I think one of the things that really makes this movie really good to me is that there is a lot of comedy in it. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's like it's, I, I, I want to jump to. A, I want to jump to a scene early on where um, uh, Jong Gu and his coworker um, is it Hyojin? Is that his coworker? I uh, know Hyojin is his daughter. Power goes out. Right. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. I, I have a. I have a hard enough time keeping like movies with. I have a hard time keeping names straight. Yeah, in movies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so his... Uh, Anyways, his co-worker mm-hmm. um, is... Uh, he, his co-worker and jong are at the uh, police station, like, working late on some paperwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, his co-worker just got done telling him a scary story. And then the lights go out, and then jong just screams out of nowhere. And it's not, like, shot in a way that's, like, meant to be a pop scare. It's just, like, he just screams. I actually love how this shot is, like, the scene is shot. Because um, it... it 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 just like is basically like a wide angle shot of the, just the room, and it just like the sh- lights go out, and it remains just like a wide angle shot of the room for like the entire thing while everyone's screaming and panicking, like and just running no, around. No, it's 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 extremely good. I thought I thought that, like, but like I said, there's just like there is a lot of comedy baked into this movie, which is like. Well, I mean, it has uh, a lot no, of personality. Yeah, exactly. Um, like it, no one's no one's just like twenty four seven serious as shit all the time, and like yeah, I think so. And like the characters, like I think there's a lot of like um, what's his name? Tony Tony Zhao, the guy who does every frame of painting. Yeah, yeah, maybe Tony Zhao. I um, it's Tony something. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna look this up actually. Uh, yeah, it's Tony Zhao. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, in his video on Jackie Chan, which I've watched like 15 times, mm-hmm. like the thing about Jackie is that like 
he's he humanizes himself so much because he's not like he's not like an in he's not like an unbeatable unscratchable badass like he's kind of battered by the end of the fucking movie it's kind of like in the same way that like personally at least i didn't i haven't seen a ton of james bond but I, daniel craig is my personal favorite just because of the end of casino royale like his balls are getting one 800 are you slapped oh my god in a chair <laughs> yeah Yep. Like, I just think that, like, Daniel Craig was, like, a very mortal Bond. Like, yeah. Th- these characters are, like, extremely mortal. Oh, for sure. You know... And, like, we, we like the thing about, the thing about uh, uh, fucking Jong-Gu is that, like, he just is a... He cares about his family a lot. Yeah, I mean, okay, so the thing about this movie is that it doesn't feel like any of the actors are playing characters. It feels like you're just no, watching doesn't. people's lives, and that's really good. Which I... Th- which I think I think that just might be a thing of us not knowing these actors. Well, like, I, that's I mean, I'm not really specifically talking about their acting talents, though they're all really good actors. Um, right. But um, I think it it uh, doesn't I mean, I, doesn't I'll, like to I'll meander into that, too many tropes. Um, I mean, no, no, that's that's fair, that's but kind I of what it, I mean. I think, it's like it it if it's a really it's really good character work, um, which is probably why it has a sense of humor. Um, we're going to watch and talk about this movie later in the month, but I recently watched Creep 2 and it does a lot of similar things because, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it, it, it like in, in order for it, I mean, it's a character study with a horror elements essentially, or a horror movie with character study elements, however you want to look at it. Um, and people crack jokes sometimes and fuck up in like amusing ways and like are kind of bumbling sometimes and not everything is serious all the times. And, and yeah. I think that makes a character way more human to show that. Um, and this movie gives itself the time and the space to do it. So like, cause it is as long as it is, you know, uh, there's, there's room for, for like, like realism instead of genre, you know? Right. Um, it's good. It's fucking extremely good. Uh, <laughs> plot though. Um, so, so, uh, Jungu is a cop, um, and these weird crimes start happening. Um, like really gruesome, like murders yeah, and yeah, houses so, burning down. Uh huh. And they, and like a lot of the people seem crazed. Like, yeah. Involved in yeah, it. Um, like there's the, 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 the first guy is, um, uh, his, the guy's name is, uh, Park Chun-bae, I think, mm-hmm. the first, like, the guy who's, like, sitting outside of the, of the first house with all the murders, yeah. where he's just, like, he's just, like, he's got, like, all these fucking lesions, which, the name Park Chun-bae sounds actually pretty familiar to me, I gotta Google that, you keep talking. Um, well, the thing about Korean names is that they have, like, five last names. You've got a point, yeah, <laughs> but for some reason, Park Chun-bae did sound like a person, like, a, a, a a character or an actor or something, but all I'm saying is just a character from the whaling. Yeah. So yeah, um, <laughs> that's the interesting thing about Korean names. Anyway, um, so I didn't know that about Korean names. Yeah, yeah, they have like just a handful, and they just kind of cycle through them. Um, yeah. Oh man, do you think like that like Korean people like just get like especially like like uh like second or third generation uh, uh like descendants of korean immigrants like get really tired of their last name is bay like in this current climate okay so yeah okay so um it's not to plug a podcast that's way more popular than ours uh, stop podcasting uh yourself right, yeah no no they, they, they talked about this with paul, paul bay like, he talked about <laughs> so he's a teacher um and yeah. uh oh, for most, God, of, for most of his career um Nobody like cared about the fact that his last name was Bay until like a couple of years ago, and now everyone like no one will stop giving him shit for it. <laughs> like none of his students. I feel I feel bad. Me too. For him. 
Um, yeah, it's <laughs> no, definitely. I'm yeah, absolutely. Paul Bay, Paul Bay, also the producer on uh, <laughs> gar- like kind of trashy favorite podcasts of ours, Black Tanks oh, and Tannis. Yeah, I love Tannis though. I actually legitimately love Tannis. No, Tannis, Tannis is not Tannis is not great, but it's very good. Yeah, you know what? That's like the perfect description for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not great, but like, it's very good. I I genuinely think the first season of the Black Tapes, like maybe the first ten episodes or so, I think that I think that's Super actually strong. A very very good. Super strong. Yeah, it really falls off in the last two episodes in the second season. I think Tannis has the strongest overall arc. Mm-hmm. Um, even if like even if those shows are all just literally the exact same setup yeah. with like character, uh, partner character who's kind of a skeptic and knows more about pretty much everything than they do. Uh huh. And then, like, uh, a device for them to explain certain things, like, a device for them to explore certain freaky things, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, Nick's sleep studies and, uh, what the hell's her name? The character from Alex. Black Tapes? Alex, thank you. Alex's, uh, the blah, 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 dream. Dream like, di- or whatever she's, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's, yeah. But, like, Tannis is good. If you're going to listen yeah. to one of those, listen to Tannis. Absolutely. Um, I mean, honestly, like... They're not bad, but they're 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 like they're like the 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 fun schlock, you know the the guilty pleasure yeah. of podcasts. Um, well, I mean, I think that's true of of of, of Tannis and the Black Tape. I genuinely just think that Rabbits is. Bad. I wish it was good though because it sounded so cool. I like I right. I really like the premise of Rabbits. No, it's I very really good like to think it. about, but it just it just did not stick any landing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're okay, anyways back to this movie. back to the movie we watched. Um, uh, so all these murders and all these like like uh, events and like traumatic things start happening. Um, uh, when when uh, Junggu goes to the the burnt down house, there's two people still alive and they're like hysterical, you know, and like like trying to attack yeah. the other police officers and like like firefighters there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, one of them attacks him, and uh, that's kind of a disaster. Um, and then uh, a murder happens um, in this kind of dilapidated-looking house. Um, and uh, he's he's on the crime. You know, it's another one of those. He's on the crime scene. He's, like, just waiting outside, kind of, like, making sure nobody enters the crime scene. Because he's not, like, a high-ranking police officer is another really interesting thing. Um, he's yeah. He's just... He's not even like like super in the investigation side of anything. He's just kind of like like making sure like the 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 the, the minutia are like being you know ticked off or whatever. Um, and this this uh, this uh, young woman uh, squatting on the side of the road starts throwing rocks at him um, while like he's talking to his coworker. Um, and he eventually sends his coworker off to like go talk to the dermatologist because all all of these people have had like really bad rashes. All over their bodies. Yeah, like it's it's some fucking it's some lesions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just to like get it more information or try to find more connections, you know, mm-hmm. like if if these are connected to the other ones, you know. Um, and uh, so she, she keeps throwing rocks at him. Uh, and the the way this is cut, it seems like for a comically long time. <laughs> um, uh, and she keeps getting closer and closer to him, and eventually she he confronts her, and she's like, "Oh, I." I can show you something in the crime scene. Um, and and uh, she ducks in, and he's like, what the fuck? 
Um, yeah, uh, her name her name is Mumyong, um, uh, which uh, translates to no name in Korean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she talks about this Japanese uh, stranger who is recently shown up in this Korean town, and is just kind of like around. Yeah, um, yeah. He um, uh, Jungkook originally heard this story from his coworker, um, who was talking to him about like how he heard someone else tell him that this hunter like was like gathering deer in the woods or whatever like bringing one home and uh this man in who's completely naked except for a diaper and covered in blood he found him like eating out the like the carcass of a deer um yeah and then it they came to attack him um and uh with glowing red like a demon like with glowing red eyes and shit like that um and so there's that <laughs> and um Basically, what uh, Moom Young uh, tells uh, Jong Gu is, I mean, just like the particulars of the uh, murder, as if she was there and saw it, you know, like, oh, this is a witness, you know? Um, yeah. And so he calls his coworker and just like, I have a witness here. Um, you should come back. You need to come back right now. Uh, but when he turns around, she's gone. She's vanished. Mm. Uh, it's very, <gasps> very ooky spooky. Blair, you scared me. I know, right? Um, and uh, and then and then Mister Diapy Boy. Yeah, he sees him outside. He sees this this man who's covered in blood and like eating something outside. And then he comes towards him, and then it's a dream, and he wakes up. Um, so yeah. so the thing about Jungkook is ha- that he's been having night terrors. Yeah, he has. Well, he has really vivid dreams because he was at, at the earlier in the movie he was having what I assume was a sex dream, but just really mm-hmm. vocally and like involved and like like he talks in his sleep and like. Um, moves around in his sleep like a lot he's having very vivid dreams and very you know strong dreams but now they're all nightmares and shit um and that there's that (laughs) Mm -hmm. um um so and so there's all these like like rumors spreading around about this japanese man who lives um in the village you know and Mm -hmm. how there's a lot of suspicion surrounding him um and nobody's like really super crazy about that <laughs> like the fact that he's around here um and um so uh Junggu and his coworker grab a deacon like a like a like mm-hmm. a like a priest or whatever um yeah, he's a deacon yeah yeah, a deacon. yeah 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 uh, um, who speaks japanese kind of he was a like grew up in japan or whatever um to like go to this um this man's house you know because because mm. because the um because the hunter like he so so jungkook heard this story from like his co-worker but then he's like like all this shit starts happening and he gets really like personally involved in it um because he feels really personally affected by it for some reason like it's really getting mm. to him everyone else is saying oh you're crazy you're crazy you know like it has nothing to do with any of this like supernatural bullshit you're talking about um right uh or whatever and it's like i mean you're, you're are you really gonna believe this this crazy old man's story about a, a dude in a diaper like yeah like eating eating like a flesh just like straight off it um diapy boy diapy boy yeah um but uh but uh uh jungu is real into it um and uh he he asks this hunter like can you take me us into the woods and can you show us where this house is um and he's like, sure. Uh, he seems kind of, once he gets into the woods, he's like a real hesitant about the whole thing because he's like, I don't want to go back there. Um, 
you know, understandably. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, his, it's, um, but then they find it eventually. And uh, they take the deacon out there. And um, the first time, um, there's not a whole hell of a lot going on. Uh, there's a dog there. Um, there's a dog. There's a dog. It's which I mean the, that's the kind of the, like the, the the one warning we got to put on this movie is um, there is a pretty brutal dog murder in this movie. Yeah, like you don't see it, but you see the before and you see the after yeah. pretty viscerally. And it, it is I mean, it is not just a dog death; it is a dog murder. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it there there is like there is like a reference to sexual assault, but like the worst we see of that is. The woman falling out of frame, and then the, uh, the man like diving on top of her, and then they immediately cuts away before there's any sound, really. Right, yeah. Um, Which is like, oh, she screams. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Um, so like, watch out for that. Yeah, but yeah, there is dog murder in this. Um, I mean, it's yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, it's like it's a pretty gory horror movie to begin with. Um, yeah, but like dog dying. No, no, is... no, totally. You're no, you know, you're in the right. I'm just thinking about like other things we should warn for, but I that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, um, but there's nothing like I can't think of anything that's like too brutal. I mean, does does the kid die? I don't remember. I don't like, think the I kid, don't think the no the kid survives. Yeah, I think the kid survives. Oh yeah, because um uh Hyo Jin uh who is Hyo Jin uh who is uh, uh Jungu's daughter is really involved in this. Um, we we build her character a lot. Like we see the, this character being built a lot in this uh. In this movie, she seems to have like she hates fish. She hates fish. She has a really quick sense of humor. Um, yeah, I, I like her. She, I like no, her I really like her too. Um, she seems pretty adult for how old she is, which I assume to be about twelve. Um, but I, it's, I think it's in response to like her father being under a lot of stress, you know. Yeah, and also cheating on. He's not cheating. Is no, he's not cheating. He he doesn't he fuck like so, no he, oh that's right that is his that is literally his literal wife yes um, okay for some reason I was under the impression that was cheating but I'm not entirely sure why <laughs> it's okay probably because they do it okay so after because uh, they do it furtively in the car yeah yeah because yeah, so Jungkook has this like this like really intense sex dream and shit like that and then like there's a shot of them staring at each other and then like the next shot is them fucking in the car <laughs> um, so uh, probably because they live with. Um, uh, Jungu's mother-in-law as well, um, his wife's mom, uh, mm-hmm. and also their child, and also they don't have like a lot of privacy there. So, uh, yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, nobody's busting nut in that house. Yeah, Hugin is like, yeah, it's fine. Like I don't really give a shit <laughs> that because she she caught them, like well, like probably the aftermath, but she understood what was going on. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so so she's pretty. She's a pretty involved character because, like, um, once they go to the house, they find uh, 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 Jungu's coworker finds all these like photographs on the wall of like people before they were murdered and after they they were murdered at this. No, the Jungu Jungu finds those. No, no, no. The coworker does because the Jungu is busy wrestling with. Uh, the dog because it was attacking no, 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 the deacon. You, no, Jungu is the one who sees the pictures. His coworker is wrestling the dog. No, other way around. I promise you, I watched this today. <laughs> um, I I watched it. Yes, hold on. Let me because because um, and later in the car, his coworker has this like uh, a thousand miles. No, it stare. is Jungu. Why did I, why did I think it was? That's weird. Um, it's okay. 
it doesn't really matter. Um, um, but in in that co- in that like cuddy area, like yeah, it's he, not a there's cuddy, there's a lot of personal but... belongings to all those people who've died. Um, Specifically, there is one. There is sh- one shoe that with, has uh, uh, Hyojin's name Hyojin's on it. name on it. Yeah, um, which is concerning. So, uh, she- and then she starts getting sick, and she gets the lesions, and she's having night terrors, and she's she's starting spookated. to act up, kind of in a way too, like like cuss, like swearing and cussing at her father, and like screaming at him all the time. I really irritable. So, like you know, like. She screamed at own dad. Yeah, like, seeming kind of possessed in a sort of way, like, not... I mean, we see her earlier in the movie, and she's, like, kind of sharp-witted and stuff like that, and she doesn't really take a lot of shit, um, but... But she's, she's like... She's not aggressive, you know? No, um, not like she is after she gets n- sick. Yeah, so, and she's actively aggressive and actively antagonistic and, like, screaming at anyone who tries to do shit to her at all. Um, so, that... And then... Uh, there's, like, a shaman involved in this whole thing because um, uh, the mother-in-law is really religious, I guess, or spiritual, probably would be more correct to say. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, he he gets involved in the whole thing. Um, then they go back to the uh, Japanese man's house and to confront him about it. So it just it's at this point, it's just Junggu and the deacon. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who's what was his name? It was um, the I don't think the deacon ever gets a name. No, actually. no, it is because it's translate because I I was watching it on Netflix and it translates to two three and um, there's a joke made about it because like he says that and Junggu uh, um, is like, is that your actual real name? Because <laughs> that's just two two numbers that your name is. Um, but uh, let me figure it out. You you keep talking. I'm gonna figure this out. Okay. <laughs> um. So, so they go and um, they confront the Japanese man because he's there now. Um, and uh, basically, he, he asks what happens to the pictures uh, Junggu does. And he's like, yeah, I burned them. Um, he's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm traveling. And he's like, no, what are you actually doing here? And he's like, if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. Um, and then Junggu <laughs> starts threatening him really violently and shit. Um, and asking uh the deacon to translate for him and the deacon is very well he doesn't speak japanese all that well so it's hard for him to translate this and also he's very timid about like saying all these rotted like 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 aggressive like horrible things back to another human being (laughs) because he's like yeah man of the cloth or whatever um (laughs) um so and then oh thinking Um, oh then he this is this is when the dog murder happens um, so that happens, and then he, because basically is yeah, dog murder with a pickaxe. With, it's it's yeah, it's brutal. It's pretty rough. Um, yeah, especially because like the dog is like left alive. Yeah, it's yeah, because he it's bad. Jung-Goo's, Sorry, we should be. I should not be going into such detail. Yeah, Jungu is basically like, um, if you don't leave, if you don't skip town, like in the next three days, that's gonna be you. Um, and the Japanese man does not seem to give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> probably because he's, like, not concerned with death at all and um, is kind of... Considering the end shit. of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so um, the shaman is more involved now. Um, they, they have an exorcism, which really gets uh, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Jin's, um, like, 
like really like sets her off and really pisses her off and like her condition seems to get worse because of it because like yeah. trying to exercise a demon you can't um or you know um and so they take her to the hospital um because it, like i said it only makes it worse um and then he goes to then uh Jungu goes to this like meat shop little hole in the wall restaurant thing he goes to all the time i'm not really sure what it is but i think one of his friends works there and then like yeah like he just like gathers up a bunch of these like like dudes yeah. <laughs> and they all they all drive out to the japanese man's house yeah to like fuck him up and yeah uh they they're confronted with this like zombie looking motherfucker um if i recall correctly Mm-hmm. Um, and they beat the shit out of him, or try to at least. This is a really good fight sequence. Um, oh, it's it's extremely good and super unnerving. Oh, it's great. Okay, so first of all, um, the the zombie looking motherfucker like tears at the deacon's face with his teeth, like his like his human teeth, um, and like just rips half of it off. Um, yeah, it's, it looks extremely good. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 there there's there is very little. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say very little. There's a lot of prosthetics actually going on in this. What with all the like the lesions that everyone has, but sure, like, sure. Um, it's I'm pretty sure it's all practical effects, and it all looks extremely good. Yeah, no, it's all real good. Um, um, then he then this zombie looking motherfucker tackles uh, Jungu, um, and while he's on top of him, screaming and like like bleeding from the mouth on top of him um uh which is extreme it's extremely fucked up yeah no it's it's real scary um uh one of the no 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 first they try to hit him with a rock and then they they literally impale his literal head with a rake um Mm -hmm. and that doesn't deter him either um no he he breaks his shovel in half and starts attacking jungu with it um and uh um but then he contorts real suddenly because this has happened before at the end of these like victims like lives they 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 start contorting and like freaking out and like 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 seizing up basically um and then like you see their like necks neck bones break and like them their like spine break and shit like that and like then, yeah. then they're dead and that's it um it's, and that that's it's what happens really... here um yeah and then they spot the japanese man and basically fuck him up, you know? Um, yeah, and they, like, chase him, and he falls off a cliff, and he doesn't actually fall, he jumps. Yeah. He jump, and then he, he like, drops out of their sight, but the, uh, the what's her name? Mu, Mu, Mu Myung. Sees her, sees him. Yeah. Mu Myung sees him, and uh, she, like, gives him a knowing glance, and he just kind of fucking, like, hot tails it out of there, because he's obviously scared of her, so for some reason... Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, intermittently at, at the plot, we've kind of skipped over this guy, but, um, uh, Lee Guang, or Il Guang, rather? Mm-hmm. Oh, the shaman. The shaman? Yeah. There's a shaman that, um, uh, Jong-woo has been, has hired to, like, try and excise the curse from his daughter, and it's, it seems to be working, but also, like, it's hurting the shit out of his daughter. Yeah. Which is, like, I mean, come on, dude. Have you ever seen The Exorcism? Right. <laughs> the Exorcism? Like, come on, it's gonna suck, for, it's gonna suck for your kid for a little bit, but, like, you're gonna get, like, the, the demon out of her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dumbass. Dumbass. Fucking idiot. Um. <laughs> 
Um, so, but after they kill this, because they, okay, so they say that this, this, this Japanese man is not human at all. He's not a human person. Um, yeah. He's, he's like a ghost, I think they call him. Um, or like, I guess the implication is also like a sort of demon. Um, mm-hmm. um, so, so they off him and they're like, okay, everyone's going to get better now. Um, and his daughter seems to like improve prove a little bit because of this yeah they well they, they off him because he accidentally like runs in front of their car after they a- a- almost hit a, like a giant semi-truck mm-hmm. they don't really i don't think they actually off him on purpose right yeah it just kind of happens yeah but he but he bites it he fucking beefs it hardcore yeah yeah um, um <laughs> uh and then so ilguan um goes to uh mumyung's house i guess she could mm-hmm. he, he confronts her about it and basically as soon as he steps steps even near the threshold of her of, his, of her house he starts vomiting blood and like white stuff um like yeah just tons he, well, of he, it. he has like a, he has like a giant nosebleed like vomits his pretty much his entire stomach contents then tosses up the acid yeah and he has to run away so we know that this girl is not human right yeah no we get that um um and then as he's driving home he hallucinates like like a fucking plague of locusts, like running into his car, um, and uh, we we get a shot of him like like stepping outside of the car, just like trying to bat them off, but there's nothing there, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so, so he she's fucking with him extremely. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then um, then he calls um Jugong and tells that him that uh, Mu Myung is the the demon. The demon, yeah. Um, yeah, and um, then he gets a shitload of moths. Oh, that's what I just talked about, right? You did say that. I'm sorry. I'm no, 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 no. I didn't realize there were moths, but I guess they probably were. I I just kind of assumed they were like locusts, <laughs> but that's yeah. I mean, I guess that would make sense given like the how biblical this book it how bi- biblical this movie is. Yeah, um, this movie is like very rooted in Christian ideology. Well, not very rooted. Well, no, I think it's I think it's very rooted. I mean, like one of the th- like this is this is probably I don't I, I was about to say this is probably stupid, but it's not. But like, what's the first thing we see Mumyong doing in this movie? I mean, she's crouching and throwing rocks, right? He who is without sin. Oh my God! Fuck off! Um, no, 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 Blair, Blair, I'm no, not no, 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 no. This is like, like oh, and also, yeah, the, this movie opens with a fucking verse from uh, like Luke, the Book of Luke. Like, like this That's is right. Extreme... I totally forgot about that. Um, like, I, I had to look this up, but like this movie is extremely like biblical. Yeah, no, I totally forgot about like, that. Like, it, it definitely makes sense that those were locusts and not like moths right. which i thought they were but uh, like, no but i I, like, I like that they're moths but it's still like a plague of them um yeah because it's 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 all of that but like twisted sort of yeah let me see if i can find the dissection that i read about this yesterday but um keep keep going there's a uh, the go through the end of this movie um um so <laughs> yeah i know it's happening in my brain i know it's happening um, so basically, um, Jungu goes to confront Miu Myung, um, and she tells him that she's not the demon, but she's going to set a trap for the demon. But yeah. if he goes home right now, everyone in her, his family is going to die. Um, and he doesn't fucking listen. Yeah, like no, he, yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> he tries to go, um, um, 
um, he tries to go home yeah, and his sorry, uh, brain fart. <laughs> no, it's fine. His um, his, the 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 uh, the 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 the, um, the the floral trap that had been set uh, withers, and his wife his wife is dead. His uh, his mother in law is dead, and uh, uh, Hyojin has the knife, and he she kills him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But so then um. Uh, Il Guang uh, arrives, takes photographs of them, and we kind of accidentally skipped over a pretty big point here. Oh, yeah? The deacon and the Japanese man. Oh, yeah? You Do you not remember this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, um, yeah, he, uh... He... Like, so, so, th- so the deacon goes off on his own to, like, find the Japanese man, because apparently he's not dead, he's just extremely fucked up. Yeah. Oh, I remember um, this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he goes into the cave, and, like, he accuses him of being the like a devil or something or a demon or something and the japanese man is just like no matter what i tell you you've already made up your mind i am to you to you no matter what i say i am this devil Mm -hmm. and then he like starts saying some creepy shit and the devil the the japanese man is like you're assuming that i will let you leave of course Mm -hmm. and (laughs) fucking we cut away and then we cut back and he's got like hellboy ass horns and fucked up skin mm-hmm. and he's taking pictures of him with the camera uh-huh. and it's extremely good yeah it's real good oh my yeah. god every fucking shot in this movie is amazing but yeah y- yeah that that scene is just so tense yeah yeah Ugh. um but yeah so Lee Guang shows up takes photos of them and drops a box that is filled with photos of the other victims so Ooh. this reveals that Lee Guang was in leagues with the Japanese Ooh. man what? No, that's just the drama. Oh yeah, the drama the, the of it twist. all. <laughs> and then, and then Jungu dies while he sees visions of his daughter uh, when when they were happy. Yeah. Um. So the the explanation uh, that I uh, the the explanation that I was able to find. Um. So obviously, like he is without sin, cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds stupid, but like I think that is what they were I think going you for. Might be right. I think actually, I think you have a pretty good chance. At least. Um, and, even well, if I mean, you're not then, right, and, it's, a pretty, and then at the, uh, it's a pretty good, you know, like you probably could, could support that theory pretty well anyway, yeah. you know? And then the other thing, the other thing at the end, uh, from, uh, I'm still, I'm, I didn't come up with this on my own. I'm, I'm cribbing this from a post, from a post on a stack exchange. Sure. Um, but this other point is at the end, she gives Jonggu a test of faith, asking him to believe her without seeing, which is, I mean, that's Jesus's thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Oh my God! Is Mumia? Uh, but it, it's it's also it's also it's not entirely Western Christian. It's not entirely Western spirituality. Yeah. Because there's also oh, a sure. point where like ob- like there's a pretty obvious thing where the f- the photos being captured is is somehow related to the spirituality. Um, this poster suggests that it's uh for uh, uh metaphor for capturing souls. Sure. Yeah, I've heard um, that before. Um, I mean, and then we have yeah. all that shamanism, you know, like yeah, so. yeah. It's it's a very it's a it's a hybrid. Is it, I, I was just not expecting to see a lot of Christianity in my Korean horror films. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's 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 fucking great though. It's it's. I yeah. mean, I don't know. It's like after watching this movie, I was just like, wow. There's so much in this movie, but it like I don't know. It just like it feels good to have all this information in my brain. I guess like it just felt really satisfying. Um, yeah, I think this is. Like, I very rarely enjoy a movie that is this long this much. Oh, for sure. No, I, honestly, like, in most cases, I would be tapping out after, like, an hour 30. Um, but yeah. I didn't even notice I was that far in. 
like until it was like two hours and I was like oh <laughs> oh I see it like I said it doesn't overstay its welcome at all it has enough going on within it and strong enough characters and a strong enough plot to carry it through all of that and it yeah. feels like the reason why it's as long as it is is because it's necessary for it to be as long as it is um certainly I mean fat could be cut off and it could be way more like minimalistic but i think you would lose a lot of the personality yeah i think i think a lot of this i i I think i i I don't think you could cut off this movie and have it be as good as not not as good at all yeah i mean you could still have it have a coherent plot you know you could still follow it but like i said i think it would lose a lot of its personality um and a lot of what it what makes it successful you know um my my main gripe with this with this movie would be it's tense in a lot of ways, but I don't find it particularly scary, you know? Yeah. Um, it's it's fascinating. It's a really interesting story that I absolutely love, but it's I don't yeah. I thank, don't thank find you, it scary. Very, <laughs> uh, there were there were a couple of things I a couple of scenes I did find scary. If I'm being honest, I mean that's I mean scenes are fine, but I, I didn't find. The, I, I think I I think I would still qualify this as a oh, horror. Oh no, movie. for sure, no for sure. But um, not like particularly scary. You're right about that, especially going into a Korean horror movie. Like my expectations are elevated for like you know J horror and Korean horror. Like my expectations are elevated as far as how how fucking like you know, shit pants scary it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, just um, the, the the object of fear wasn't um, pretty unsettling for me, but I think that might be the fact that I don't find possessions and exorcisms to be particularly scary in general. I don't, I'm not really, like, pretty eh about demons, you know? Yeah. Um, just as, like, something that, like, gets under my skin, you know? Like, yeah. the dead coming back to haunt you are, is way scarier to me than a demon ever could. But I think that's because uh, I was raised Catholic, and so it just kind of, like, falls off me at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, demons, you know, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Uh, so what do you what do you want to give this movie? On a scale of 1 to 0 to 5, um, I don't know, what do you think? Uh-huh. What's a funny thing in this movie? What's a what's a what's a what's a funny what's a thing? funny joke we made? Did we make any jokes this episode? Hey, Luke, on a scale of zero to f- on a, we did. I was actually kind of thinking about halfway through, like we did not make very many jokes this episode. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, zero to five, zero to five dead chickens. Is that funny? And, they kill a lot of chickens in this they movie. They did. Um, let's roll with it. <laughs> zero to five dead chickens. Zero to five dead chickens. This is a five, like hard five. A five for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it slightly less. I'm gonna give it a four point five, but um uh. No, I, I mean, I have a lot of really positive things to d- say about it. The only reason I give it slightly less is because, um, like I said, it just, the, the I didn't get a, a strong sense of fear or unsettled. I wasn't unsettled by this movie as I felt like yeah. I should have been. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's not successful in what it's doing. Because I it what it's doing is it's telling a really compelling story uh, with really compelling characters. And it does it very well. So, yeah. yeah. It's extremely good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I gotta actually look at this because I don't remember everything we've watched this year but like this might hit my top five for the year that we've done at least my top five for the year at least my top ten for all time yeah 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 I'm gonna take a quick look at uh, stuff that we've watched that oh I mean we watched the lock in so it's not number one (laughs) right Um, uh, so, okay, so l- let me just see. You, you keep talking. We have a question or two. Uh, you can read off the Twitter question. I'm curious. Just um, I don't have anything to say. So, t- questions. Read a Twitter, read the Twitter oh, question. Oh, read, read a Twitter question? What are you doing? 
I'm looking at the movies to see what makes my top five. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay, okay, okay. So we have a question from Twitter user Pidmon. Uh, Jasmine Marsh asks, uh, how are the whalers on the moon? Uh, what type of horror would you write if the moon were your setting? Uh, past, uh, fantasy, future, or present? I, I don't understand the context of this question. Let, let me give me a quick reread. Um... Also, uh, this does... Oh, actually, this is in a tough contention for my top five. Um, I'm excluding movies I've seen before this year. So, of movies that I've seen for the first time this year. Um, my top five currently not counting this movie is Scream, They Look Like People, Get Out, Coherence, and Green Room. Yeah. It's really hard. I don't know what it would bump out of them. It might, I don't think I liked They Look Like People as much as you did. I liked it a lot, but I don't know if it beats this movie for me. That's fine. <laughs> we watched I'm some, I'm just, no, I, what i'm just thinking about right now is we, this question no we've watched some really good fucking movies i just really we have. hey i just hey hey luna i really yeah. like horror <laughs> i really do too um it's good as hell okay so let's try let's try and decipher this question how were the whalers on the moon i feel like this is a cipher that we're trying to decode yeah what 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 is whalers on the moon? I gotta Google this real quick. Whalers it might be whalers, as in like wait, the people who whale. Oh like, yeah, there is a there, like there is oh whalers on the moon is uh, a Futurama gag. Okay. <laughs> so um, they were very good. The, great great revisionist history. Um, and then this second half of this question, um, it's literally just the plot of Apollo eighteen. <laughs> hey, remember movie Apollo eighteen? Um, yeah, um, now, I, I feel bad for not giving that movie a fair shake because it was honestly not that bad. But we just kind of got into we were kind of <laughs> we, in a mood that day. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I feel the same way about Ills, I, which uh, or Ill rather. Yeah, the I, I feel that way about Ill uh, and You're Next, uh, all of which are movies that I feel like we really did not give a good shake, and I kind of want to go back to and like Fear Baiting Revisited. I remember liking You're Next. I, I did too, but I feel like the movie. I feel like our talk about it did not like give it very Which much. Which one was that? Which one was your next? The the one with the animal masks in the the house up in the the family gathering up in the house. Um, I'm gonna be really honest. Apparently, with you. apparently, you didn't like it that much. No, I'm gonna be really honest with you. I think you watched this with someone else and not me. No, we watched your next together. Are you sure? I'm gonna double check, but I'm almost a hundred percent sure. Oh my god, I feel like I'm losing my mind. Because I felt like I knew what you were talking about for a second, but apparently I do not at all. Um, and I don't feel bad of how we talked about Apollo 18 because it's a goofy fucking movie. <laughs> it's not a bad movie, but it's Yeah, it's, no, that, that, was, that, was a you, that was a you and me episode. Really? That was the first time we put up the, fel- we put up the potential of there being uh, a boss baby equals time cube. What the fuck? What? I don't <laughs> yeah. remember this movie at all. I'm losing... Yeah. Dude... Did I get a concussion? <laughs> Am I losing my mind? Are you, Blair, Blair, are you dying? Am I dying? <laughs> Does Blair is dying? Uh, maybe. Good God. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's... Wait, qu- other question. If what type, of, what type of horror would you write if the moon were your setting? Uh, Past, future, or present? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think, like... On, I, I think it would be interesting if you, like, wrote about the moon from, like... If you, if it was, like, some fucking dumbasses got transported to the moon in the 1700s. Oh, my God. You would die. There's no atmosphere on I the mean, moon. I mean, they have... They, Luna, they accidentally make space helmets. They accidentally <laughs> make space helmets, okay? 
<laughs> fucking imbecile. I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> uh, I, sorry, I don't have a good answer for that. Me neither. Um. Um. Uh. Here's here's a question from Tumblr user Roy Fuck Warlock. Yes, enemy of the show. Um, uh, I just want to repeat this one because I really liked this question from last week. <laughs> Jason get Manhattan. Oh, is are you just is that just the question you're re? Reiterating? No, there's an actual question. Okay. There's an actual question. Um, I hate to be the one to point out such a major oversight, but in your last episode, did you ever stop to consider what if his name was Jason Voorhees? You know what? That's a really really compelling uh, argument. Um, but here's my here's my counter argument to that point you just made. Um, okay. And, and it's um, okay. Granted, um, but what if you know? Like, on the other hand, if it was, like, Jason Vore, like, Voorhees, you know? Like, what You if? know what, uh, Roy, I think Blair's got you beat on this one, so sorry about your bid to uh, replace <laughs> us, on, replace one of us on the podcast, but uh, we'll have you back on for Gremlins 2 at some point. I, God, I have to rewatch Gremlins 2 at some point in my life, and I'm so sad about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never want to. That movie is such a pain. <laughs> I don't want to have to have watched that movie twice in my life. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, God. So, um, so another question from uh, Twitter user Pidmon asks, uh, who would you possess and why? Um, I would... I don't think I would possess anyone. I would feel bad about doing that. It's like the same reason if I had like the ability to use mind control, I would never use it. Yeah. You know, like, watching Jessica Jones kind of made me think about that. Like, I would never, ever use mind control. Yeah, no, it's like, okay, so I might possess someone, but I wouldn't maybe not control their body and just, like, chill in there for a day. Um, I mean, yeah, like, if like if you could, like, I mean, if I, I would probably, like, possess a partner or something and just have some weird, crazy sex stuff. I mean, but that's you, you know, like, obviously. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, 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 some sort of, like, high-ranking government official so I could, like, get in on the whole Illuminati shit or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, I want to see, like, what they're doing behind, like, you know, like, just jokes, conspiracy theory jokes. I'm good at this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the b- recommendations. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's the thing we do, right? Yeah. Um, uh, what do you got this week? I'm kind of, I'm kind of low on recommendations. So, have I recommended Friends at the Table yet? Because I've been listening to a lot of Counterweight, and Counterweight good. I think you have, and I think I've been rereading Universal Harvester recently, and I'm pretty sure I've already recommended that. But you, it's very good. You absolutely have recommended <laughs> that. Oh my um, god. No, it's a book by John, by John Tarnio. My my recommendation this week is I know I said I wouldn't ever do a let's play recommendation again, but I'm gonna do a let's play recommendation because I've been rewatching um the old slow beef uh let's play of fucking what the hell is it? Uh not I was about to say Ride to Hell, but not that. It's um Dead to Rights, which is an extremely bad game and it's an extremely fun long play to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my I'm struggling hardcore, y'all. Um Oh, no, I know what I'll recommend. Um, I'm listening to the last podcast on the left. It's, like, uh, a podcast with these, like, three dudes. They've got kind of, like, strong comedy dude personalities, so if that turns you off, maybe not for you. But it's about... They've got strong what personalities? Like, Sorry, you Like, comedy out. dude, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, jokes. <laughs> And comedy. And oh, speaking speaking. Sorry to interrupt. No, go speaking for of it. strong comedy dude podcast. Did you see that one? A uh, friend of the show, Zach Cataquax, uh got fucking quote tweeted by the Stop Podcasting Yourself Twitter, and they said "fuck this guy" because he said they, he did not like their ad. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I, that ad that they're running on Max Fun right now is very bad, except for the part where Dame chimes in and is like, stop podcasting yourself. We don't even know anymore. I actually really like their ad. I think it's so good. Really? Yes. The, the, stu- the stupid fucking pointless scatting? Yes. Oh, God. You and Zach would have some words. I like it. Okay. I think it's funny. Don't at me. Actually, at me. Anyways, go on. Um. Anyway, so uh, basically they talk about paranormal shit, true crime, conspiracy theories. Um, they just started a series on, um, cause they usually do like two or three parter episodes on like one case or yeah. like one story or whatever. Um, let me, let me open up my podcast history so I can get the name correct, um, uh, of what they're covering right now and totally not trying to fill time by just babbling cause I totally have my shit together. Um, oh, f- just fucking kidding. Um, I was listening to an old episode. Um, <laughs> Um, but they've done ones on, uh, the, 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 uh, the Enfield poltergeist, uh, which was the, um, main, like, like, setting for the second Conjuring movie, um, but the actual story is pretty interesting, um, even though, uh, it's really hard for me to believe that kind of stuff, I think it's all very fascinating to learn about, um, like I said, they do a lot of true crime stuff, um, they're really well researched, um, and it's really, really interesting stuff if you're into that kind of thing, you know? Anyway, that's my recommendation yeah. this week. Yeah, uh, podcast. Podcast. So, some housekeeping. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon, like financially. Patreon.com forward slash fearbaiting. You can shoot us a couple bucks. Um, we're super into that. And you can also you can also rate and recommend rate and review the show on iTunes. We'll uh, shout out anyone who writes a review like we did yep. with... Uh, what is it? Tiny Mountain Town, right? That was the something name? Something like that. Something adorable like that. Um, we, we love you, Tiny Mountain Town. Sorry we forgot. I think that was your name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and just um, tell a friend, tell a co-worker, um, tell your boss about us. And I don't know. We cuss a lot. So I don't, if, if your boss is cool. We, 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 uh, we will cater to parties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for a fee. By which I mean you will give us $100 and we will buy, like, Chipotle catering. Yep. <laughs> um, uh. And if you want to follow the show, you can uh, do so at fearbaiting on Twitter, uh, fearbaiting.tumblr.com, uh, fear, fear which we don't update as much as we should. Um, uh, fe- fearbaiting at gmail.com if you want to reach us. Yes. Uh, um, bu- bu- if- I can be found at on Twitter at uh, chiesatanaka or chiesatanakas.tumblr.com. You can find me at Blair Kitch on Twitter or pfight.tumblr.com. Um, if you want to listen to our sister podcast, The Wonder Yerks, our Animorphs yep. uh, reread podcast, um, you can do that because we do that and you can just listen to it because it's out there and just do that. And it's good. <laughs> it is good. Against all uh, that's, odds. That's at, that's at The Wonder Yerks on Twitter yep. if you want to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank uh, you. We'll be, back, we'll be back next week. We're out of the dregs of Schlocktober and we are back with Good Movie Vember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm going to make this a... Movie. What, Call right Make it, now. Are you going to say what movie we're going to watch next week? Because no, you call the shot. I, I picked this one. Okay, cool. Um, we're going to watch Creep Two, the sequel to Creep, uh, next week. I'm really excited. Yeah. I, I really, <laughs> I really want everyone to watch this movie before we talk about it because yeah, I haven't seen. I don't know a single goddamn thing about it's, this. It's fucking amazing. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. Um, I love the first one, and if you love the first one, you're going to love this one too. Um, uh. So there's that. Yeah, so so uh, check us out next week as we're talking about the sequel to Creep, Creep 2. Um, and, but until then, thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, uh, I'm Blair. I'm Luna. Uh, and remember... 
you put a fucked up guy in work. Good night, everyone.